What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. And I'm Steve. And this is BSR episode Wayne Gretzky. Woo! And we won as many Oscars as The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. But this week, we talk about Cassie and Andor being on. We talk about Bob Iger and the future of television. And Ryan Johnson reacts to episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. That's all this week on Black Series Rebels. You're back. I'm back. I beat my flu you and my cold, flu and your cold that you saw me with last episode. Oh, man, Sis I saw you drinking your Theraflu. Now Cisco's sick, and he's not here. Dang. So it's just the two of us. I tell we're you. Really, we're really sprinting to that episode We're getting 100. there, baby. We're building up immunities. <laughs> yeah. Episode 100. That, corner, that cor coronavirus <laughs> is coming <laughs> for us. Episode 100, we're just busting down the door with nothing <laughs> but energy. Uh, you guys, like we announced uh, on the episode that just aired on uh, February 14th, we will be releasing two limited edition action figure inspired pins. They're a secret. They're a secret this time. I love secrets. But they're Valentine's Day themed and we know you're gonna love them. We know you're gonna Alex, love them. Alex, I know they're gonna love them. Steve, I love you. Alex, I know that you know no, that, that I, I know. Love, love you. Love you. So if you guys want to pick up those pins, they're going to be available February 14th on www.blackseriesrebels.com backslash shop. They sell out super fast, so be fast. If you're on the mailing list, you already got the details. You know the spiel. We are a weekly YouTube Star Wars talk show, The Black Series Rebels. What should people do at home, Steve? Uh, they should subscribe to the channel. What else should they do, Steve? Uh, they should like this video. What else should they do, Steve? Uh, you know what? You should go ahead if you don't already, and you should hit that little notification bell so that every time... The Black Series Rebels upload some free oh so minty fresh content. You get a little notification that probably doesn't go like, hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Hello, my friend. Hey. Ooh, child. <laughs> Man, I feel good. We got a lot of great Star Wars stuff to talk about it. So let's just get right to it. Let's hey, Steve. It. Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars news? <laughs> Steve. Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars news? Oh, buddy. Buddy, 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 buddy. I feel like we haven't really reported any news. Real news. I can say for certain the episode you missed, Cisco and I did not report any news. And I'm not going to lie. The news we have is a lot of the news that we get annoyed by so easily. But we're going to have fun with it. We're gonna love it. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna say pass if it has anything to do with fan discourse. Has nothing to do with fan discourse. Then I'm in, I'm interested. We're good, but there might be some quotes. I will say this, <laughs> I will say this. I do not have a cold this week. I had a cold last week. I don't I don't, I don't have a cold, I don't have the flu, I don't have anything this week, great. so I mean knows? a Jolly Rancher, not a cough drop. That's awesome. Who knows what kind of weird diseases my daughter's gonna give me in the next couple of days. I love, I love <laughs> Jolly Ranchers, yeah. and I think they're the funniest named candy. That's all I gotta Not say. Not a Necco wafer? You think a Necco wafer is a funnier name than a Jolly Rancher? I don't know. They sound like distant cousins. 
No, they don't. Necco wafer just sa Necco wafer sounds like a cracker. It kind of is. A, it is I the cracker. It's, a wafer. it's the wafer and cracker of candy. I used to think like. But like, think about this for a second. So uh, we just uh, we we've we've got these delicious hard candies. They come in watermelon, cherry, blue raspberry, grape, and uh, and and green apple. What do you call them? Get hmm. this, Jolly Ranchers. Why? We're gonna have to get back to you on that. <laughs> Did you know? I learned this. Speaking of lollipops and pop and, and suckers and, mm -hmm. and Tootsie Pops and, 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 and Jolly Ranchers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I flew um, New Zealand Air. Um, wow. once and they pass around instead of pretzels they go around going would you care for a lolly and that was a wrong accident forgive me uh, accent um, and then they start to hand out individual Jolly Ranchers and they call them lollies did you know that That's suckers awesome. and whatnot are referred to as lollies I love it so <laughs> what's going on this week in Star Wars news <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an episode of Black Series Rebels, and I awesome. like it. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Star Wars news. Oh, uh, you remember that show Cassie and Andor? I do remember you that You remember show. when the internet was all up in arms and uh, in a fire because they thought maybe it had been canceled because there was some internet people that made up some some website at the time. Some young art upstart was trying to get some clicks and views to their website, so they Vague were gifts. doing their thing. Uh, well... Very much like the whole debacle with Ewan McGregor. It's canceled. It's not canceled. It's a movie. It's now. It's the TV show. It's this and that. And then Ewan had to go on the red carpet rounds for Birds of Prey and be like, "It's it's happening. I've read the scripts. They're great. You know, they're just they're just improving them a little bit. We're gonna start shooting it." Well, guess what? Cassian's film. Cassian Andor is happening. Diego Luna was on some red carpet. Entered catching up with Entertainment Weekly or doing something, and he basically was like, "Yeah, they're great. I read the scripts. We're gonna be shooting them this fall." Um, I'm really excited to do it. Uh, can't wait to get back into it. I think that what's like really unique about it is that, you know, it's, it's not about, it's it, it just like with Rogue One, we already know how it ends, but we don't know how it got there. And so that's going to be the real interesting story, story perspective for Cassie and Andor, just like with Rogue One. We already know how it ends for him, but we're going to get to see why it is so here's how the, we got to where you got here's the funny thing i actually think that pitch makes me less excited for the cast i think i think i don't know that i would hang my hat on the like well you already knows what happens so there's no pressure sure but i think a lot of the thing that makes modern television so interesting is like what's gonna happen the reason why breaking bad is so good and maybe better call saul doesn't interest people as much is like well we know that like Saul's gonna be okay, and that you know, uh, uh, Grandma Grand Moff Gideon or uh, <laughs> Grand Moff Gideon, one of the Moffs, one of the Moff Gideons who also plays Gus on. It's like, well, we know he lives until Breaking Bad. So I, I, I think this is great. I think that you know, right now, I think the name of the game for Star Wars news is like. News is good news because I think that this year is going to be very light in that department. I think that Star Wars is intentionally going to lay low for a little bit, for better or for worse. I think that there's going to be a lot of announcements in the comic book realm, the book realm, maybe even the video game realm, and the Disney Plus realm. And I think we're going to be very light in the feature film 
realm. What a perfect segue to the next little story, Alex. Are you excited about Cassie and Andor? Am I excited about Cassie and Andor? Uh, buddy, I, uh, truth be told, I've been very busy yeah. with work and all kinds of stuff and personal life, and I have intentionally taken a huge step off of social media yeah. compared to how I was. It has nothing to do with the Rise of Skywalker. I just, I for my own mental health, I really took an even bigger step back, and I haven't really been a part of it. Um, and I am currently in the, the mindset of like, yeah, let me see it. Let me watch it. I'm going to go in with an open mind. I like Rogue One a lot. It's one of my favorites of the new films. Um, I like Diego Luna. Um, I like Star Wars. I like Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm just not like... I don't know. Right now in my life, I'm excited about a lot of other things I've got going on and a lot of the future of our show um, that... Um, I'm I'm in a I'm, in, I'm I'm sort of in a situation of like sure throw it on let's go let's enjoy it yeah I think you know we I feel like we've made such a conscious effort to remove ourselves from Star Wars Twitter because I think it was very clear to us after we recorded that episode on the Rise of Skywalker with Cisco sort of sandwiched between two fairly grumpy and frustrated. Mm-hmm. Star Wars fans, I think that was the, like, you know, like, <laughs> this is a way dramatic way of pitching. It's like every alcoholic has their low point. And I think a low point for me was just like, oh, that's what it feels like to be miserable about something that really isn't that important and should be fun. Yeah. And I don't like that feeling. I yeah. like having fun with Star Wars. Exactly. So, like, I'm enjoying this little, like, post- Rise of Skywalker world of Star Wars where it's just kind of like it's there. I love it. I'm going to watch every episode of Cast and Andor. I'm going to watch the Clone Wars. I'm going to watch all this stuff. But for right now, it's just kind of nice to really not like be speculating and stressing and fighting and arguing about what's going to happen to your favorite character? Is he going to live? Is he going to be dead? Is he going to survive? Is he going to be redeemed? It's like it's like was a little like the whole experience was exhausting. So like I know that for me personally, I'm kind of with you. Like right now, what's fun about Star Wars for me is this show. Yeah. So I just want to do this show. Yeah. And sit on this set and sort of remember how important this thing is to me, and it's good, and it brings joy to my heart and expire and inspires me creatively. And I have a lot of really amazing friends around Star Wars, but like Star Wars Twitter isn't real. And I'm going to continue to treat it as such. And that's where we're going to leave it, because then we're going to we're not going to dovetail into fan no, discourse. No, no, I'm not. I got nothing else to say other than like, I'm good. But what else? You there's got? more Cassie and Andor news. Okay, <laughs> okay. And this might turn you into a tailspin, or you might go next. Yeah, buddy. Huge announcement. What's the announcement? This might get you fucking pumped for Star Wars. Like we're going to start speculating. Uh huh. None other than Grandpa Pa Georgie George Lucas okay. is reportedly George? making his long-awaited return to the Star Wars franchise. As what? The internet is reporting. Okay. <laughs> According to the World Wide Web. Sure, 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 yep. What's going on with George? Apparently... 
Okay. George is going to be an executive producer on the Cassian Andor Disney Plus TV series. Uh, I'm, I w- sh- I'm just kidding. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Anyone who has their hopes up for that, I'm sorry. But, like, one, George has never actually... I don't think George has ever been an executive producer on a live-action TV series, has he? Uh, some would debate the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. <laughs> hey! I'm going to hurt some feelings I'm here. I'm just saying. I don't know that modern showrunners are really hanging their hats on really hot-to-trot early indie adventures from the early 90s. I'm not... I'm just saying, I don't know that George would be the right guy to be the executive producer of a Cassian Andor series. One, he has no relation to the character Cassian Andor. Irregardless, it's not happening. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I know I feel like... Like, I feel bad because I think that probably gets some people really excited, like the thought of that. But I think it's safe to say George Lucas is never going to work on Star Wars again. I, I think it's safe to say that you've noticed a trend since The Rise of Skywalker came out. You've noticed a trend of some some young whippersnapper Star Wars fan upstart websites trying to make a name for themselves in the scoop game. And... Um, you know, they're just trying to get a following. They're just trying to get some eyeballs. And I totally get it. Um, but, look, even maybe George might be sad to find out he's not executive producing Cassie and Andor. I just I don't, don't <laughs> think that that's the right move. I think if George is going to do anything, bring him in to consult on the updating the graphics of the prequels. Like, hey, George, we would love to re-render the entire prequel franchise. Prequel special editions? Prequel special editions. Re-render, go in, go nuts. Do the George Lucas versions. Think we'll get a musical number? I'm sure. Right in the middle of Dexter's Diner. Oondi-day! Like, that's kind of my point. Like, you know, it's not, I love George Lucas. He's the best, man. He's a luminous being. He is the supreme leader, the maker. It's, this is all his beautiful imagination. I just don't I, I don't think George Lucas wakes up every day and thinks man I wish I was working on Star Wars I think George Lucas says man I, sh- I really wish I could just stop thinking about Star Wars I think that's probably he's retired think about your job think about your job whatever job it is you have out there think to yourself when you're George Lucas's age and you've been doing the same thing for that long and they handed you $4 billion to stop doing it. Do you think that just five years later you'd be like, I'll come back in? I'll come back and do that for 30 k an episode. Y'all remember when you grad, like you were like a senior in high school? I can't wait to get out And all of a sudden that, like, that weird dude showed up in class hugging everybody. He was hanging out at lunchtime. They graduated like... When you were a freshman? Yeah, the weird guy. The weird guy that just like... The senior that comes everyone's back. Everyone's already oh. left town. Seniors hanging out. Don't, hanging out in the drama department, probably. We don't want George to be like, that guy. We don't want George smoking a cigarette out by the back of the gym. Because he didn't... He's, he's got a... He, he, he's, he's pushing back a semester at community college because he wants to see his prospects. Maybe start working for his dad's company. No judgment if you want to work for your yeah, dad's no company. Yeah, no worries. No judgment. A lot no of good judges. friends of mine stayed at home and worked for their parents' companies. But, like, guys, George Lucas is... It's, it's never going to happen. 
If you think a for a second senior. George Lucas is coming back to do anything other than speak at celebration, or I'm not gonna lie, I don't I don't mind my idea of being like, yo, George, we want you to come in 4K render crazy new CG updated versions of all the prequels for Disney Plus. Be like, George, we'll let you do that. We want nah, you to do I'm that. I'm kind of busy opening up my museum. Exactly. But, like, you do that, just do as a solid. Can you release the theatrical cuts, the original Tied. trilogy? That'd be dope. <laughs> uh, you kind of touched upon it earlier when we were talking about Cassie and Andor and the future is television. Good old Uncle Bobby Iger, in between sips of his apple juice box, uh, had his quarter one Walt Disney Company uh, earnings call that was mm -hmm. digitally broadcasted over the interweb for everybody. Uh, in it, he talks about, uh, A, he confirms Mandalorian Season 2 will be premiering in October, mm -hmm. again in the fall. Uh, he also reiterates that right now the company's focus is on the TV production and programming, uh, while the theatrical films are taking a little bit more of a back seat. So Bob Iger said this. Bobby Iger. See, I said that earlier. Yes, you did. I, wanted, I didn't even know I that I wanted Bobby to interject, but I was like, I'm going to let you have this moment. I just want you guys to know that I didn't know that Bobby Iger nope, said that. We do not talk about the news beforehand. <laughs> we do not. So I would say that sounds lovely. Thanks, Uncle Bob. Yeah. Are you excited about The Mandalorian? Yeah, I thought Mandalorian. I, sh I, I, I want to rewatch The Mandalorian. I, again, like I said, I'm sort of enjoying this yeah, nice we were little... Like on, we finished it up on holly, ho holiday break, travel, yeah. sicknesses, you know. And I've been very busy with work stuff and, like, uh, new responsibilities I'm not used to. So, like, for me, it's very, um, like... Man, I watched, like... what I Here's what I've watched over the last couple oh, of oh. weeks. Like... I rewatched Parasite going into the Oscars. Well-deserved Oscar win. Well-deserved Oscar win. Fantastic Multiple movie. Multiple wins. Four. 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 Four, four. big, 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 big awards, big too. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a good one. Parasite is a, an incredible yeah. movie. It's not my favorite movie of the year, but it was my favorite nominated movie. Yeah. So, you know, I, I watched um, Little Women, Greta okay. Gerwig's Little Women. I'm not the biggest Greta Gerwig stan. I thought Lady Bird was okay. I haven't seen Frances Ha, but I wanted to watch Little Women because it was nominated for Best Picture and I think Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, I watched it. It was good. I think the second half of it is great. It, you know, it's told non-linear, linearly. It works. I used to watch Little Women with my mom, like the Winona Ryder Houston Little Women. Dunst. Yeah, so like I, like I knew the story well. My wife had my wife did not know the uh, story of Little Women, oh, and wow. she was very confused. Oh, okay. So like I think, I think it works really well when you like love Little Women to okay. tell it out of order. Uh, what else did I watch? Honey Boy. Oh, it's a good one. Honey Boy is amazing. It's a good one. Hard to watch sometimes though. Hard to watch. Hard to watch. But Honey Boy. Shy deserved to be nominated. For something this year, he deserved to be nominated for something. He had a good year. He, he had, had a good Adam year. Driver level year yeah. with Peter Butter Falcon was great. Honey, Honey Boy. Boy was great. Yeah, it's yeah. Shia LaBeouf. I'm deserved. excited for the Shia. Uh, the Shia Sons. The Shia Sons. The re the Renaissance. Yeah. yeah. The Renaissance. Yeah. The Renaissance. The Renaissance. The Shions. Who knows? Maybe he'll be in the Cassie and Andor series. I don't know. That'd be funny if he played Cassie Andor's like really strange brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I've, I've watched a lot of that. Um, I, but like, I've sort of been just enjoying like watching movies right now, and I'm actually I, I'm excited for Rise of Skywalker to come out 
on Apple TV. Because yeah. I have a feeling that when I watch it at home with this nice little like separation, I have a feeling I'm going to enjoy it more at home mm -hmm. when when the the pressure is kind of taken off of it. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. I mean, I always like Star Wars movies more the more I watch them, and once they're kind of the pressures off them, like The Last Jedi. I had a peaks and valleys with that movie, so it was like, I loved it. Then I was like, it's it's good. And then I was like, I'm over this movie. I'm over the fighting over it. And then the last time I watched it before Rise of Skywalker, I was like, nope, this movie's amazing. Like, I'm totally on board. Ebbs and valleys. I don't know, man. Ebbs and I, flows. I, I'm, with, I'm with Mr. Iger right now. I have actually been in a big TV uh, kick lately, because I need, I, I've been working a lot, Hot News Flash. I haven't said it for like six times already on this show. Uh, I got a little baby at home, and I need things in short, quick bursts right now before my eyes go. Yeah. So I, I'm just gonna throw out some recommendations real quick if you haven't yeah. gotten on board. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually really enjoyed, for the most part, on Netflix, the Kevin Hart "Don't Fuck It Up" or whatever it is special ser series that's like oh, six or eight parts. I actually really enjoyed it. All right, that was pretty good. You know what I'm fucking obsessed with right now? What? Cheer on Netflix. Oh, the cheer, the cheer the on cheer, Netflix, the man. cheerleader documentary. I'm hooked on cheer on cheer on Netflix. I am hooked on the circle on Netflix, and that's all I'm going to say. And we'll get back to the Star Wars, but uh, I I am in the. I, I think I'm in we're the TV right now. I think we're like a week or two weeks out from Clone Wars. So I'll, so I'll, that is part of the news. Clone Wars is coming back February 21st. Okay, so we're we're about two and a half weeks yeah. out. I'm excited for Clone Wars. That'll be. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I should probably finish reading the article, but Star Wars Newsnet has a great little article up uh, regarding if you've never watched it before uh, on like what episodes to watch mm. before the next season if you don't have time to like binge the whole thing. I think I, I will probably just pop back in right away. I think I remember it well enough to... I'm assuming they're going to do some sort of like... Last time on The Clone Wars. <laughs> if they were smart, they'll do like a huge Clone Wars recap on Disney Plus, uh -huh. like the week before, and just sort of let you watch it to kind of remember. But I think all you really need to know, again, we know where it's going, which is Order 66 and Revenge of the Sith and all that good stuff. So we know that'll probably happen. And then Darth Maul stuff, Ahsoka stuff. I think this is, I think this is good because I feel like the one thing I will say about the f the fans of the animated series, they are definitely, I think, the most positive of any subsect of Star Wars fans because they just love it. Like, they just love Ahsoka, they love Rex, they love Rebels, they love Resistance. I feel like it's not really till you get to the, like, the precious, pr the precious Skywalker saga characters where people kind of tend to do this. I will say, there are some Ahsoka stands that don't like uh, any mention of Ahsoka not being the greatest thing since sliced bread. But I just, I feel like, I think it's gonna be a very joyous time when uh, like the animated show, like the real hardcore Clone Wars fans get to watch their series end. Cause I mean, the truth is it ended before it finished. So like, if you really love that show, that would suck. Like I, for me, I'm always like, I view it as just being something that happens between the movies, so I never really needed the story to really end. For me, it was like, okay, cool, these are just all adventures that happen between the main story, which is Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the sure. Sith or whatever, and now leading into Rebels or whatever. But sure. my point is, is I think it's great for those fans. They get to have the thing that 
they really love, which is they get to see that story end. That's like, for a lot of Clone Wars fans, this coming back is really like us seeing Force Awakens in the theater. Like, oh my God, Han Solo's back. Right. Like, that's how they feel about Ahsoka and Rex and these Clone Wars characters coming back. So fucking... God bless them. Good. I'm. I hope. I hope it's great. I hope yeah. they love it. I mean, listen. They are ride or die. Yeah, dude. That fan base Good. is ride or die, uh, and Star Wars fan base in general are better off for them. Better off positive. Yes. Better off positive. Speaking of positive, yeah. Ryan Johnson. Hey. He's nominated for Academy Award. He lost. He win, but you know he's a classy motherfucker. I mean, he lost to Parasite. He did. He and did. in fairness. I think Ryan Johnson would probably say, not only did I lose to Parasite, but I should have lost to Parasite. Knives Out is amazing. Knives Out's great. Did you buy it? Uh, no, I have a screener. Of okay, it, I, bought I, it it. I bought it is on iTunes. I bought it. Is it available? For, it is for available purchase? on digital. Does it have? Does it have the tasty little special features that I'm such a big fan? Haven't of? clicked on it yet. I just yeah. pre-ordered it, and I know that my pre-order is available. I haven't lie. watched yet. I'm not gonna lie. Kind of disappointed with the special features on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I'll save that for another day. <laughs> uh, the special features are not great on digital copies, yeah, in fairness. I know, then. and I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Soon enough. But, you know, I'm just trying to keep space. Space is limited in the household. I'm trying to Here's keep what it, I will say. You want to know the thing about special features? I bet you'd be surprised. I bet the percentage of people that watch them yeah, 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 is probably very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But if they can have a Criterion collection... Trust me, dude. Give me, on our special, first, give me a special feature streaming service. On our first episode of this show, you did a whole thing about how your favorite thing is BTS documentaries. BTS, baby! I know. Here's the thing. BTS. Here's the thing about BTS. They make it look really cool. <laughs> it's not that cool. It's very stressful. Give me that BTS, baby. Uh, Ryan Johnson, red carpet. Uh, caught up with uh, MTV News on the red carpet. And they asked him for his reaction on the old Rise of Skywalker. Uh, he goes on to talk about how he was so excited watching it. It was so much fun, and it was so great to see how J.J. wrapped it all up. And But more importantly, it was so awesome to see all of his friends up on the screen, uh, you know, just doing what they do. Uh, nothing but positivity. We just, we just don't deserve that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that sucks, dude. That like, It just sucks. Like, whether you think that J.J., undid The Last Jedi, whether you like The Last Jedi or not, that's a classy fucking move to get on there and be like, oh, I was just so, I had such a good time. That's But he's done nothing but be classy from I know. the onset. It's just, it just really sucks to me that he made, he really did do everything in his creative power to make the best Star Wars movie possible. And he did a really fucking good job by all standards and the way in which we judge a good movie, it made a lot of money. It had killer reviews. Most fans love it. Some don't, but you're not going to please anybody because we know what happens when you try to please everybody, you end up pleasing nobody. At least he made bold, creative decisions. And man, I just like... I told you, right, that I was at a Q&A for Knives Out with him. The one where Perry... Yeah. Moderated? Yeah. yeah. And, and somebody was like, you made Captain America an asshole and Luke Skywalker an asshole. Who's the next person you're going to make an asshole? Some neckbeard dude said that. And like, 
Ryan just responded with, I disagree with your hypothesis. Hypothesis. I didn't make the, 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 I didn't uh, make What's a hypothesis? He's like, he just said, I disagree with your question. I didn't make Luke Skywalker an asshole. And the whole place clapped and was very supportive. But like for the rest of his creative career, he will be answering questions about The Last Jedi. And that sucks. Because it's a, it's a good movie. And you know what? He knows it's a good movie. He knows that the majority of the people know it's a good movie. He's getting nominated for an Oscar for a movie that, <clears throat> like, all, uh, in all in all accounts, you never would. It shouldn't have even been a success at the box office. And it was a huge success. And it success. was. And the fact that it's being greenlit for a sequel is like, what? What actors from Star Wars would you like to see in Knives Out 2? None of them. Not even Adam Driver? Nope. Although, great photo of the two of them enjoying, like, a scotch on the rocks in an after party on the Oscars. It would be really cool to see. You, you want to know how you know Ryan Johnson's a good Star Wars director? Because of that photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I would love to see Adam Driver in it, and I'd love to see Adam Driver play not an asshole. Yeah. And not, like, super, super weird quirky, but definitely I'd like to see him play a departure from Kylo, Marriage Story, yeah, and Girls. 100%. Because I think he's very talented, and I think, you know what, in the hands with Ryan, like, he could do some great stuff. Um, what else we got for you today? Let me see here. What do I got here? Oh! So, I don't remember if we really talked about it much. Um, a lot happened over the last, like, four weeks regarding Colin Trevorrow, and... I don't scripts care. Scripts being leaked. And I don't care. Scripts being leaked. And no, I read the real script. And no, I read the final script. And all this stuff and all this nonsense. And I think we may have discussed his title, which was Duel of Fates, which I think you had commented on like, I actually don't mind that title. I don't mind the title, Duel um, of Fates. And then a bunch of concept <laughs> art over the last two weeks leaked out, which I actually took a look at. And that was, for the most part, pretty cool. I have some pretty I cool. Saw one of Luke holding card. a lightsaber with his hand. Yeah, there was definitely that. You know what else was in it? Uh, apparently Mortis, and apparently uh, you would have gotten what sounds like Force Ghost Force Battle. Ghost Battle. <laughs> definitely would have happened. Uh, definitely Ray in an homage to Luke's Jedi black outfit with the, the gray fold. She has yeah, a double I saw lightsaber. That. I saw the fold. Big, That's a little on the nose for me. Big fight on Coruscant. Um, big. Rebel up, big uprising. The fort, like a lot of the whole, lot of a much bigger play on um, the stormtroopers, sort of, and Finn's storyline, and then like the uprising of the stormtroopers. Oh, that was turning. His, they um, fought with a lot, lot of interesting stuff. I know the scripts out there. I haven't read it, uh, but the point of this story is, is that Trevorrow actually went out on Twitter and confirmed that yes, that was the title of his script. He didn't say anything about the script that's out there, and then he confirmed that the production art. Um, was in fact is real because a lot of people were up in arms because there's a piece of artwork uh, that's being described as the battle of the aftermath of the battle of Coruscant, and it's a picture. It's it's an artwork of three PO. Excuse me, I'm burping clucks and fries here. Oh. Campfire sauce. Whoa. Um, of three PO essentially mourning what looks like I saw this R two mm -hmm. um, whatever and Trevorrow must have been getting some heat from like how dare you even think of killing R two D two and he had to come out and <laughs> confirm that like yeah yeah that's the title yeah yeah that's the artwork but like trust me R two wasn't going nowhere guys yeah so 
Uh, my point is, is I checked out this artwork. I thought it was pretty cool. You know? Only Star Wars fans would get upset about a potential artistic concept for a movie that does not exist for a script that was not greenlit. That's all I'm going to say about that. Like, honestly, I pr uh, if, if R2 had died in The Rise of Skywalker or Duel of Fates, that probably would have been a really powerful, profound moment for Star Wars fans to really sink in the legacy of those characters. I think... Um, I think one of the things that for me is still kind of tough about The Rise of Skywalker is like, yes, we lost Ben Solo, and that's sad, but also like, we also, in fairness, this is what we saw Ben Solo do in The Force Awakens. We saw him murder Han Solo. In The Last Jedi, we saw him face down Luke in this great moment of triumph and he says, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill her, I'm gonna kill all of them, I don't care. And then yes, we do eventually get a really beautiful turn between him and Han. That being said, like a lot of characters that in my opinion are just like really truly precious to the entire Skywalker saga, like Leia, but unfortunately because of the passing of Carrie Fisher, like that's kind of like loses its power. Sure. In a sense it's like, oh we have to do this. You sure. know what I mean? It's like, oh we have to make this choice, mm -hmm. not wow, they chose to end the character of Leia. Still powerful, still great, but like we didn't really lose like, I think if we had lost a character like R2 or Chewie we felt it. or the Falcon we would have felt that. Yeah. That would have been a real moment of loss and grieving and would have been a low point for the movie. A true low point. I don't know that I know the low point of The Rise of Skywalker. When the all is lost moment. Is it Poe when he's like, no one's coming, guys. No one's coming. And then they come. Like... It's just, I mean, we don't need to relitigate. I don't know, the, man. I, I we don't need to, to relitigate re -lit the rise I, I of Skywalker. I need that. But <clears throat> this has got me thinking about something that you asked me earlier in regards to Cassian Andor. Yeah. Am I excited for Cassian Andor? Um, I wasn't going to do this. I didn't even discuss this with you. It is our 99 episode. Yeah. Um, here's something I'm excited about in regards to Star Wars television. Uh, you remember when we may or may not have had something to do with letting people know when the trailer date happened? Yeah. Uh, you remember when we may or may not have had something to do with letting people know that Kenobi was going to be a TV series? Yeah. Well, here's what I'm excited about for the future of Star Wars and Star Wars television. Oh, shit. You going to scoop? Here's what I'm excited about for the future. Um, and I don't know this... I don't know... Uh, here, look. I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, we've talked about it before. We have lots of friends. We work in this industry. Um... Oh, shit. You guys really like... So I don't know been, what he's going to say. They've been filming The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah. Uh, I have been told by a very, very... Um, trusted source. Trusted source. Um, and I don't want to call you, sources. You, I just have been... To be by, fair, let me, yeah. let, me, let me reiterate this, because we've had guests on our show, and we've yeah, had yeah, people yeah. on our show yeah, that yeah. work for Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not these never, people. Never any of the stuff that we have comes from any, any of those people. We work in Los Angeles. 
We know lots of people. We have lots of colleagues. A lot of people just happen to talk about stuff that they were working on. Um, some may or may not know I'm on a Star Wars podcast or talk show. Yeah. Either way, I don't care. Because this yeah. I'm really excited about. And it makes total sense to me. I was told Robert Rodriguez, <laughs> James Mangold, um, and even some other high-profile type directors that weren't named, um, directed scenes or portions. They wouldn't confirm episodes, but got to direct scenes and portions of episodes for The Mandalorian. And that we can expect some pretty cool big um, guest star names for The Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, shit. So, here's what I'm excited about. Because you know what this tells me? This tells me creatives behind the camera and in front of the camera are excited to work on Star Wars because they get to work on Star Wars and play with it because of a platform like Disney Plus without any of the pressure that maybe or the backlash that maybe a Ryan Johnson experienced or J.J. Abrams, or even Kathleen Kennedy, or any of the other directors and creatives behind the yeah. feature films. I'm really excited that like some of the most top creative people in their fields are excited to go play in Star Wars and are playing in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I also can confirm that Bryce Dallas Howard is directing another episode, uh, which is awesome. So Bryce Dallas Howard... Uh, James Robert Mangold, Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez. James but again, Mangold. I'm not. They would not confirm that Mangold or <coughs> Rodriguez episodes. directed episodes, but they definitely directed scenes or sequences. And word on the street is whatever Robert Rodriguez did was fucking awesome. Dope. So, um, I'm really excited about the future of Star Wars and Star Wars television, and I hope you guys are too. I hope you are. I'm gonna let you marinate on that because I don't think I ever I have told you that. You have not told me that. Um, That's cool. Those all sound like amazing directors. That'd be great. I mean, we already had Bryce Dallas yeah. Howard. But I think it's great that like Mangold was gonna do the Boba Fett movie and then still got to go kind of play and do some stuff. Well, Mangold too was rumored to be kind of flirting with uh, Obi for a little while. He was kind of, but I think Boba I know Fett that was, I know that he was. I I know that Mangold was uh, drafting. I know Boba that Fett. he was finishing the Boba Fett script um, right around the time Favreau was meeting with Disney in regards mm. to what he was looking to do. Um, and then Sounds for whatever cool. reason, you know, we don't have to get into all that of whatever happened with the standalone. We've got a lot of really stories, great, but really great stuff yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. In in the Star Wars television. Anything else going on in Star Wars news? No, that's all I got for you. That's a cool little nugget. I'll leave it here. We're not going to tweet about it. No, we won't tweet about it. You guys might know the deets. Yeah. You guys know the deets if you watch this show. Uh, I think next week will be episode 100, 100, which technically would be the last of the all Star Wars only episodes of Black Series Rebels. I think we're going to try and get a guest in here, maybe do an interview. It might just be us. We might just talk with Cisco and sort of reflect on 
these three years and talk a lot about all the things we love about Star Wars and maybe do our questionnaire, bust out some old tricks and stuff. We don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out, but it'll be here next week. You're going to get two episodes this week. You got the one with me and Cisco. Yeah. Like, just came out, and then this will come out Friday, and we'll catch back up on our normal routine. And obviously, uh, pins are going on sale February 14th. Uh, two secret little Valentine's Day pins that you can pick up. So, you know, you guys know all the details for that stuff. But, but this was a nice conversation. I felt nice and positive. I, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully, next week we get one tasty nug. Little tasty nuggies to sort of. We'll see. To, to, to finish off stars. But with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and may the force be, be with you. you.